Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Thursday of the 26th week of Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. The whole people gathered as one in the open space before the water gate, and they called upon Ezra the scribe to bring forth the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord prescribed for Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, therefore, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which consisted of men, women, and those children old enough to understand. Standing at one end of the open space that was before the water gate, he read out of the book from daybreak until midday, in the presence of the men, the women, and those children old enough to understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform that had been made for the occasion. He opened the scroll so that all people might see it, for he was standing higher up than any of the people. And as he opened it, all the people rose. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people, their hands raised high, answered, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and prostrated themselves before the Lord, their faces to the ground. As the people remained in their places, Ezra read plainly from the book of the law of God, interpreting it so that all could understand exactly what was read. Then Nehemiah, that is his excellency, and Ezra, the priest's scribe, and the Levites, who were instructing the people, said to all the people, Today is holy to the Lord your God. Do not be sad and do not weep. For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. He said further, Go, eat rich foods, and drink sweet drinks, and allot portions to those who had nothing prepared. For today is holy to our Lord. Do not be saddened this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Hush, for today is holy, and you must not be saddened. Then all the people went to eat and drink, to distribute portions, and to celebrate with great joy, for they understood the words that had been expounded to them. The word of the Lord. Our response? The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. They are more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. The precepts of the Lord give joy to the heart. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, 
your peace will rest on him, but if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We heard in our first reading, Ezra read out of the book from daybreak until midday in the presence of the men, the women, and those children old enough to understand, and all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. From daybreak until midday. If I stood in front of you for six hours preaching, I'm pretty sure you'd throw tomatoes at me, or maybe rocks. Don't worry, I'm pretty sure I don't have six hours in me, even after all this time on the shelf, so to speak. But Ezra wasn't preaching. He was reading. He was reading the book of the law. There is some debate as to exactly what that means, what exactly Ezra read. But it may mean that he read the entire Pentateuch, the first five books of our Bible. It may be that he just read the fifth book, Deuteronomy, which is known as the second law. Or it may be portions of all of those books. As it had to be explained, it may be that it was written in an ancient form of Hebrew uh, that the people weren't you know, familiar with, or many of them didn't know. So the Levites were there, and they translated it into Aramaic, which was the language of the people. But what's amazing is that the people listened attentively to what was read. And what's, what's even more interesting is that it made them cry, tears of sadness. We're not told, told exactly why they were sad, but we could assume that they cry out of shame and regret. Shame, shame for not following the law all this time, and regret that by not following it, they've caused themselves and everyone that they love so much suffering. But Ezra tells them to stop their blubbering. They can't change the past. They can't go back. But now that they've heard and understood the law, and just as importantly, they've understood how they can live a rich and abundant life by obeying the law, they should celebrate. They should rejoice. So just think how blessed we are to read from the scriptures every day. You know, most of those people couldn't even read, right? And, and there was no printing press, right? So there was no you know, they pulled out a scroll, um, and, and, and even that scroll was lost for hundreds of years during the exile. So, so think how blessed we are to, to have printed Bibles, to be able to, and, and the internet, right? And to be able to read from the scriptures every day. St. Jerome, whose feast we celebrate today, spent a good part of his life translating the scriptures from the original languages, from, you know, Aramaic or, or, or Hebrew, or Greek, into Latin, which is was the vernacular language of the late 4th and early 5th centuries when he lived. And, and he spent a lot of time also writing commentaries on Scripture. His most famous quote says more in a few words that I could say in six hours, and that's this. Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. In this most recent desert period in my life, it's the Scriptures that focus my day and give me hope when I'm tempted to give up. Each of you chooses to begin your day with at least a brief scriptural reflection. That's how you're beginning today. 
how different your day would be if you didn't begin that way. In fact, because your morning opens with God's word, I suspect God's word in action is reflected in all that you do in these next hours so that the people you touch today are being touched by scripture, whether they know it or not. Jeez, if five to seven minutes, that's five to seven minutes I'm taking from you right now, this morning, is that valuable? Maybe we should make it six hours. Just kidding. Have a great day.